What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dream a Little, the podcast that's all about helping you feel confident about your kink. I'm your host, Lo. I don't know about you, but one of my favorite things about being into ABDL is definitely the dichotomy. In real life, my little is independent and tough, but when it comes to our role play, he gets to act the exact opposite. And I just love seeing a side to him that no one else gets to see. Our guest today, Gary, is all about the dichotomy as well. He's a masculine guy who just so happens to like diapers. And today he's going to share how he opened up to his wife about ABDL and got her involved. If you like this episode and you want to reach out to Gary, you can find his contact info in the show notes of this episode at thelittlelounge.com slash 154. On that same page, you'll find a video of my latest nurturing mommy role play. If you'd like a little help getting in a little space or you want to experience what it's like to have me as your mommy, be sure to check it out. Again, that's thelittlelounge.com slash 154. All right, I'm not going to wake you away any longer. Let's get started. What's up, Gary? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. So what do you identify as within the ABDL community? I haven't really looked at labels a whole lot. I guess more of DL with some AB thrown in there more recently, I guess. Oh, so the AB part's a little bit of a new thing for you? Kind of, yeah, I, I guess. What kind or of? I've at least been more into it or doing it more, I guess. I don't know. What kind of sparked that, if you don't mind me asking? Getting married, I guess. <laughs> really? Okay. Because it, like, it was kind of something that I had kept to myself. Well, it was something I kept to myself my entire life. And then once I got married, it's like, hey, I should probably share this with my wife. <laughs> and it was literally, I got home from work was losing my mind about it and my wife went uh are you good and I'm like well I need to tell you something and kind of opened up from there and I guess more recently we've kind of just been having more of that AB dynamic I guess okay so you waited till after you got married that's a bold move right there (laughs) uh yeah I figured hey it's legal the papers are in there's not much she can do about it now (laughs) trapped (laughs) yeah okay so i mean usually i advise people to do it before they get married if you could go back do you think you would have done it before or are you kind of happy with the way that you did things seeing as it was the first time i'd ever told someone i and i had gotten to know her very well and she had gotten to know me very well up to that point i i really didn't think it was one of those things would be like a marriage ender so I don't regret doing it the way I did it. I mean, but that's just me. Yeah. Was she surprised? With how uh, much I kind of built it up, she literally thought I killed someone. So (laughs) once I told her what it actually was and like, hey, I didn't kill anyone. I just like to wear diapers. And she's like, oh, that's significantly better than what I thought. She's like, cool. Okay. So it was yeah, it kind of started out more as, you know, cool, you know, kind of your thing. That's about it. And it just kind of stayed like that for a little while. So, Did she know that you were kinky before at all? I See, like for me, it's not a sexual thing at all. And oh. I know that's kind of like. And I've been listening to your podcast, so I know like a majority of your guests, you know, do find it as a sexual thing. And like for me, it's not. 
I, for a long time, used it as more of a coping mechanism. I had a very, very rough childhood. Calling it a childhood is maybe a bit of an overstatement. So I kind of use it as like a stress reliever, more of a kind of a comforting thing. So, and she had known about my past way before, like, you know, before we got married. And I guess kind of figured, hey, you don't go through that being totally all there, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I would, I guess it is a kink, but I wouldn't really like call it for me a kink in the sense of it being a sexual thing. Right. So it's like a non-sexual, more of a comfort thing for you. Oh, yeah. And I just kind of enjoy it. I'll go out, you know, I'll go out, work on my truck, be wearing and just because kind of enjoy it. Or during the winter, it's, you know, more convenient than taking a bunch of layers off to go to the bathroom type thing. Yeah. So what made you want to open up finally? Like, what was it? Was there anything that happened or were you just like, you couldn't hold it in anymore? It was, um, I had been going through kind of, you know, the whole binge purge cycles, the ups and downs. And like at that point I was kind of in the middle where I had just gotten off a purge session and I was kind of going back into that binging session. And it was one of those things where like I had really been wanting to wear for a while and I just hadn't been able to because when you get married, you live together and it's kind of hard to hide that kind of thing. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you guys both live in the house and she gets home for, from work before you do and it's a new house, you go exploring. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, I just found these in the uh, closet. You want to explain? I, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather just be like, hey, this is what it is, you know, before than more of that surprise shock and awe type deal. Right. So she, she was um, kind of relieved, it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, she just said, you know, it's another type of underwear. That's all it is. Wow. You know? Yeah. She seems but very open-minded. Oh, yeah, pretty well. I mean, in the beginning, it was very much, you know, kind of keep it to yourself, you know, do it on your own time. Like, during your time, you know, if you're aware around me, I don't really care. But, like, just kind of, I guess, do your own thing with it. How long ago was this? Married eight months, so right after we got back from our honeymoon. Okay. All right. Fresh off the honeymoon. When she said yeah. keep it to yourself, I mean, it sounds like she's more involved now, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, since we got married and I told her, like, for the first few months, it was kind of introducing, telling her about different aspects of it, and I kind of did the whole thing of, like, hey, there's this aspect, but I don't really feel that way in my head lying. Oh, <laughs> going, hey, it's just thing kind of testing the waters. And then like the more we talked about it, you know, there's those times like when you're right about to go to bed and it's like, OK, we're both about to go to sleep. But hey, let's talk about stuff super deep right now. Mm -hmm. Like it was kind of those times where it'd be like, hey, you know, remember when I mentioned this, you know, it'd be kind of I was wondering if you want to try this or, you know, is this something you'd even be willing to entertain the idea of it was a lot of kind of checking in sometimes probably overly checking in yeah I feel like that's a good thing to be more on the cautious side and checking in with your partner to make sure you know you're both on the same page about certain things yeah because the last thing I wanted to do was you know hey let's try this now it's like whoa slow down <laughs> chill especially when it comes to this kind of stuff yeah because it is more of a taboo thing I guess like 
you know, most people are going to see it and be like, hey, that's weird. <laughs> and, you know, people who are, I guess, are part of it are going to be like, hey, you know, I guess it's not that bad from my point of view. But, yeah, I can understand, you know, how it is kind of an odd thing to normality, I guess. Right. How did you get her involved in the beginning then? A lot of it was just kind of being a little more snuggly than usual. I am, which is very opposite of who I am. I am very much, and I try to be more the masculine man, you know, dig a trench, cut down a tree, drink straight whiskey type of man. Yeah. And then like kind of come off as a hard ass to most people. And then like being sensitive and snuggly and letting go of is more con- uh, more control is very opposite of who I am. So it was kind of just, you know, being more of that sensitive type person, letting her kind of be in charge more, I guess. And she liked it. So far, yeah. She hasn't told me, hey, this is a weird stop. <laughs> or, hey, I don't like this. <laughs> okay. So that was kind of the first step was, you mm-hmm. know, changing your behavior when you were, you know, in that headspace, I guess. Do you feel like you get into a headspace even though you're mostly a DL? Yeah, I can get into it pretty well. I mean, something her and I talked about it. What it's not as much a new thing for either of us. Like she still very much has that caring personality. You know, she's got a big family, lots of cousins, that kind of stuff. And I'm a very, I guess, loving type of person deep down. So and it was something we talked about where it's like it's not changing as much who we are as more of growing those emotions that are there and those kind of feelings that are already there. And that was something like we didn't want it to change who we were as much as, you know, grow each other and make it so that was something that got us closer to each other, I guess. I feel like it can definitely do that, especially when you open up to someone about something very dear to your heart. And like, I mean, you just, you said this was the first person that you've ever opened up to. So I'm sure you told her that, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like before that, it was, you know, hide and secret, you know, because I like I started getting into this probably when I was first had a job and could first buy for myself, I guess. And it was one of those things where, you know, you go to a different CVS every time, make sure it's not the same cashier each time. And, (laughs) you know, paranoia breeds perfection after a while. Yeah. So it was something I was very much ashamed of up until that time because I you know growing up in a Christian home, sorry, but the church can be very, very judgy. And I say sorry to the people who've been judged by the church because the church can kind of be jerks sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was like, it was one of those things where I knew if like I had opened up to people, I knew I wasn't going to get a good response from it. Yeah. You had that belief. So mm-hmm. did you think that, you doing this on your own would was just how it was going to be forever. I did. Like to be honest, I thought before I, you know, start we started dating and, you know, got engaged and all that stuff. I thought it was something like, "Oh, I can shake this, you know, by the time this all happens where I won't have to worry about it anymore." Jokes on me, it's ingrained and it's just part of who I am. And it's one of those things where it's like cuz I I am still a Christian, but you know, I've looked and, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. There, I've looked through the Bible. There's nothing bad about it. It's just something. But it's generally looked down by other people because, you know, the first time you say, you know, you know, ABDL and, you know, I like to wear diapers and 
you know, kind of act as more of a child. Like, oh, it's got to do a child. It's like, no, 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 stop. <laughs> yeah. Pump just... the brakes on that one. No. <laughs> yeah. You got to, you got to put an end to that real quick to kind of yeah, distinguish like, the no. difference. <laughs> I don't want to be with children. I just <laughs> didn't really have a childhood. So I kind of want to have that now. Since you guys were, you know, married at the time, I'm sure your wife knew you pretty well. So was that even a concern of hers when you brought this up? Not really. I mean, I don't don't really get along with kids too well. I don't I'm not really able to relate, even though it's pretty ironic. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm an adult, let me be an adult. Let me make this decision to be kind of like a kid as an adult type thing. But yeah, she was very much just, yeah, go for it. Like, you know, do you. That's great that she was so supportive. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that you, you know, grew up feeling like this, these feelings of shame. So I was wondering, do you still feel that way about ABDL or has your perception of, of that changed since your wife has been accepting? It... When I first told her up till kind of like a few months ago, I've been, it's kind of one of those things where you kind of slowly got to work at it, chip it away. Because I mean, for eight years, no, six years, I, you know, this has been something that's part of my life. So I felt shame for it for the last six, six, five and a half, six years. And even now, like every once in a while, it's like something where it's like, I'll like open up, you know, where I keep stuff and like, I'll just look at it and be like, you know, what are you doing? Like, why is something, you know, like, you don't, you don't need this. Like, this is weird. You know, you can't, you shouldn't be doing this. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, all right, you know, chill out, you know, nothing's wrong with it. It's fine. Take a breather. And then, you know, I talk to my wife about it and she'll just be like, look, you got to chill. You're overthinking things again. (laughs) I know what that's like. It's hard not to judge yourself though, especially in those moments when, I don't know. You you realize the reality of how socially unacceptable some of the things that you like are, but that doesn't oh, mean yeah. they're bad. You know, it's just a little quirky <laughs> or out yeah. there. Yeah, because I mean, like, I work with my hands all day. I'm, you know, I work on cars, I build stuff, that kind of stuff. Like, this is, you know, very more that macho man type lifestyle, and this is something that's flipping at one eighty and going, yeah, it's time to be a little more sensitive than the hard ass that you are. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun though, right? To kind of feel like you you can release that somewhere. Yeah. It's very, like for me, it's very relaxing. Like if I'm having a rough day at work and I just come home, like I'm tired of dealing with people. It's like, that's an unwind for me. I don't have to worry about anything. It's literally just here and now can chill. It's kind of therapeutic, right? It's like you can actually just be in the moment and just enjoy yourself without Mm -hmm. worrying or thinking about what you're going to do tomorrow or what happened during the day. It's like just let it go and just be present in a way. Right, right. Because I'm very much a planner. Like I have to know what's going on for the next week, how I'm going to do it, you know, what it's going to take. And like when I'm in that headspace, I can really just go, yeah, I can think about that later. Right. Like thinking about it and stressing about it is not going to change anything. I don't have to worry about it. Is your wife bringing out your little side then? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, yeah. I mean, she's bringing out more of that, you know, sensitive, you know. Yeah, I guess more little side. And that's kind of where it's, I guess, grown more. 
into that AB side of, hey, you know, you don't have to worry as much. Chill out. I got you. Sounds like she's a pretty nurturing person then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's got that feminine touch probably makes it a lot easier to get into that headspace than, you know, if you were just doing this on your own. Oh, yeah. Because even when I'm not in that headspace, she's like, she's very caring, you know, can I get you anything? Do you need anything? Like, you know, oh, you had a long day at work. Let me make dinner or just go chill out on the couch. I got, you know, I got things that need to be done. You know, I can take care of it. That's like, oh, okay. Like, I don't have to worry about anything right now. And sometimes that'll get me to the headspace where it's like, okay, we can take this step, you know, take this to the next step or take it a step further. And all right, now we're in the headspace and, you know, now I'm really relaxed type deal. That's great. At this point, how involved is she? Do you just like openly wear around her? And does she like ever get involved more, more like um, participating, like helping you change and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Like right now I'm kind of like the binge purge cycle is kind of slowed down. So I'm kind of on a downer where it's more like I don't need to do it as much. But like when I'm up on that higher side, I'll be, you know, sometimes where like every other day or maybe it'll be kind of like, you know, every evening after work for a few times. And it'll be like, hey, you want to wear? Sure, I'll do it. And then, you know, she'll help me change. And then. We'll either like throw on cartoons or throw on a movie. And then when it's time for bed, throw PJs on, go to bed, wake up, go straight off to work. Like it's, I found at least for myself, like I can switch pretty easily, like in and out of that headspace. For example, there was one night, because I live out in back country, like there is no one around. One night, all of a sudden we hear crash in the house. Dog bolts out the bedroom door. I'm like, crap, there's someone in the house. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I get up, adrenaline's pumped, pumping. I'm not realizing I'm in monster jammies and a diaper <laughs> with a pacifier hanging off my collar. <laughs> I get up, put one in the chamber of my gun, and I'm sitting there waiting. Like, oh, crap. Like, something's happening right now. Like, things about to go down. I start clearing the house, you know, making sure there's no one there. I get back, look down and went, oh, it's a good thing I didn't find anyone because I would have had more questions to answer than they would have. <laughs> like there would have been a look of confusion on both of our faces. They're like, I must have been in the wrong house. <laughs> what is going on? It would have been like, all right, I'm just going to I'm just going to head out now. Uh, <laughs> y'all got something you got to deal with right now. <laughs> we're, we're just going to forget this ever happened. Like That's what it would have been like. Oh my gosh, I love it. That's hilarious. Yeah, we have I have moments like that with my little as well, like where, you know, he'll be in little space and then all of a sudden his business phone line will ring and he'll just be like, hello. <laughs> like he's like all manly in his deep voice talking to like <laughs> all professional like and it's like, if only they could see that he's chilling in a diaper and a onesie. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, those are the two sides. Yeah, but you're right. It's like so easy to switch in and out for, I mean, at least for him and for myself as well. Like mm-hmm. it's not like you get stuck in that headspace or anything and you turn into a baby. Like it's very fluid. Right. You know, it is part of that being an adult where like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm acting like this, but I still got adult responsibilities. You know, I can switch back and forth. Yeah, that's great. Well, Gary, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing about your experience. And I wish the best to you and your wife. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, I'll be in touch with you soon. All right, cool. All right, bye, Gary. Bye. Bye.